0: You're listening to the Remix Movement Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Remix Movement Podcast.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Yes, it's Stephanie and Lewis, and we are back at it again. Yes, we are. All right. So, Lewis, uh, the name of this episode is You're on the Right Team.
1: Which is episode number 115.
0: Yes, it is. And we're going to talk about sports. And I know this is a topic that you like. I do like. Yes. So we're going to talk about sports, but basically we're talking about sports of what we played when we were in elementary, middle school and high school. How was that for you? Good. And what kind of sports did you do? Like, what did you like about the whole process? Did they pick you for the teams first or last? Like, tell us a little bit more about it.
1: Um, for me, I started in elementary. I think it was uh like third grade was no. I'm sorry. Second grade is when they allow you to play uh, team sports, mm-hmm. um, and then it progressed up until uh, my freshman year of high school. And then after high school, I didn't play any more sports. Uh, yeah,
0: but what kind of sports were you into? Uh,
1: so I, I played. I played pretty much. I played pretty much uh, every sport that was available for me to play. Uh, in school like uh so it was uh it was soccer it was uh basketball and it was baseball that's it those were the three teams uh three uh sports available at that uh, time uh during those years
0: okay all right and which one was your favorite and did they pick you for the teams
1: um so i think my favorite I, I don't have a favorite. I like them all. I liked all three. Um, and no, they don't pick you. What you do is you sign up.
0: So, so there's tryouts.
1: Uh, Not necessarily. So, like, if you just, like, if you sign up. You're on the team. You're on the team. And whether you get played or not, that's on you, right? Like.
0: Oh, that's San Francisco. That's not here. <laughs> or,
1: well, yeah, because, mind you, this wasn't, like, this was a, a school. A very small school, so like
0: it was a private school, right? Right, it was. Oh, I yeah. see. So, so they're trying to be inclusive with everybody.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, whoever wants to play can play. There was no like, oh, you suck, so you're not gonna play.
0: I mean, they don't say that when you're young. You no. do tryouts, at least where I was raised, I was raised in Orlando. Okay, and they do tryouts, and then if you make the tryouts, then you're on the team. And even if you didn't do the tryouts, like, if you were younger, at least in my elementary school, like, you would get picked on the team, but not every team was the same.
1: Okay, yeah. So...
0: So that, that didn't happen in San Francisco? Not for me. Okay. So, so whenever you were on a team... Yes. Okay. Did you ever feel like, man, why did they put me on this team? Like, I'm on the wrong team.
1: No, because I wasn't, I wasn't like, amazing. <laughs> so... <laughs> It wasn't like I was this like all star player or anything. I mean, uh, I I played as much as I could. Um, I just wanted to play. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like um, the only motive to play was to not be in school. Oh so, my god! So <laughs> I and it sounds bad, right? But your like,
0: mom is gonna be hearing this. No, she knows. <laughs> my mom's
1: very well aware. She gonna like, be like, oh my god. So I was not your like like uh like your grade a academically like (laughs) focused student uh and the only way like that i can get out of uh like school no not even class but like uh just the um, academic side was to play sports
0: wow yeah
1: so um I definitely used that to my advantage.
0: So you wanted to be on the field like all the time.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I wanted to play as you know as much as I could, you know. <laughs> and um uh, and I I mean in my eyes I was I wasn't half bad. Like I, I wasn't amazing like I said, but you know, I um I feel like I added some value uh to the teams that I played for Uh, um maybe not so much basketball because there was we had some shooters and uh
0: (laughs) but you were probably a really good guard like line like guard uh
1: point guard uh point guard not so much we i mean like i said we had some shooters so like uh basketball was just a different sport for me
0: uh you're probably really good in like soccer
1: uh not even i was i'll tell you what i was good and and uh softball uh, we didn't play softball we played baseball
0: (laughs) We played softball.
1: Okay, uh, I feel like um, I I uh, did really well in baseball. Um, okay,
0: pitcher. I uh, I played a, I played a, yeah
1: I I mean maybe I wasn't like a home run hitter but I can definitely like uh, catch. catch catch a ball. Okay, <laughs> so that's kind of required when you're playing baseball. Uh huh. So I, I I did my part there. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I I did play. Um, I, I even played when I shouldn't have played. Uh that's how good I was.
0: What do you mean? Like they didn't want you on the team or Well,
1: because remember you have to be academically like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> like you suitable did. and yeah, I didn't like I think you had to have something like a C average. Oh
0: my god, Lewis, don't say anything Don't say <laughs> anything else, please.
1: <laughs> and there were a few Do seasons not say where anything else,
0: okay? I, I know you are good at sports and I'm gonna tell you why, okay? Every time we bring up sports with your parents, they always say you were amazing.
1: I mean, that's those are my like, parents.
0: They were like, "Lewis was so fast." I, Lewis was like the best player there. Like, that's all the other people forget it. Like Lewis, we went to every game. That's
1: expected. That's expected. I
0: don't know. I mean, the way they emphasize it with passion, I'm like, ah. Uh,
1: I mean, <laughs> I I think okay. So like, if I'm a parent, right, and I see that my. My kid is amazing. They're gonna put me on an amazing team, and that's that's kind of where like I guess my shine kind of like died down, because you know the teams that I played for they weren't bad. Like, uh, so
0: you were on the right team.
1: I had I had the right resources.
0: You were on the right team.
1: Yes, I had I had <laughs> an amazing. I remember in baseball, I had an amazing coach. Uh, uh, two coaches. Uh, they were like like for being, you know, little 12-year-old, 13-year-old kids uh playing at the level that we were playing, it was pretty I, I now that I look at, at it, you were good. It was yeah, it was intense uh and, and not that they drilled us and like, you know. The competition was there though. The, there was definitely competition, but I mean my whole squad was just like like pretty we had some pretty good players, we had some pretty not good players uh but You know, I'd like to say that I felt in the middle. You know, like, but you
0: felt confident because you were on the right team.
1: Oh, absolutely! That's that's a building. That's a building uh, block for anybody that's gonna, you know, try to step up their their athletic game.
0: Yes. Well, Um, I had a different experience when it comes to sports. So you said you were not academically good,
1: but uh, you loved being on the
0: field. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was the opposite. I was so good at sports, like. Uh, chess, checkers, and um, I even wanted to be, like, in, like, spelling bees.
1: Oh, yeah. Those are all Olympic games.
0: (laughs) I mean, there are still sports, though. Like, there's, like, a whole thing about it, right? But I'm really good with thinking games, and I think that's what it is, right? The one game that I was really good at wasn't even, like, a sport with a team. It was tetherball. Like, Uh, I don't know if you remember, like, this big pool – And then I got the top of the pole was like this long rope and connected to the bottom of the rope was a ball. And you would smack the ball with your opponent and the first person to get the ball around the pole wins.
1: I did not have that.
0: Okay, well, in Florida, (laughs) we had that game, but it wasn't really like a game. Like, I wanted to be on the bowling team, but I didn't make it to tryouts. I don't know why, it just didn't happen, right? But the thing is that I remember playing dodgeball too, and in dodgeball, I was actually really good at it. Not because I would throw the ball, but nobody could hit me. Right. Like, I was so good at missing all these balls that people were throwing, right? Sure. And they used to pick people for their team. And I used to get really mad when I was picked last. Or I would be really mad if they put me on a team with, like, a bunch of people who, like, were not good. Yeah. And I used to say, like, man, they put me on the wrong team. Or I used to say, like... Like, man, like, if there was a team with a bunch of people that were really short, I would be like, oh, I'm on the right team because we're all the same size and it's kind of even. But I remember, like, in that sport field, in that moment, saying, wow, like, it feels good to be on the right team.
1: Sure, absolutely. Right?
0: So, just talking about how sometimes we feel like we're on the right team makes you feel good. Like, some people don't feel that way spiritually. Spiritually, some people are going through challenges and they're going through struggles where they feel like they're not on the right team. They don't have that confidence in God to be able to say, like, you know what? Like, I don't know if this is going to go the way I want to go. I don't know if I'm going to win, you know, this thing called life. I I don't see what the point is. Right. And spiritually, they feel like they're on the wrong team and not the right team.
1: Well, there's always uh, like this uh, thing to compare yourself to somebody else. Right.
0: Yeah. So like. People, like, they try to compare themselves from what I'm going through to what you're going through, right? And spiritually, like, we do that sometimes without noticing it. So what we do is we'll say, well, I was laid off during the pandemic, and my friend was laid off, but it looks like she's doing so much better than I am because it looks like she was able to get a job before I was.
1: You know where I see that a lot Um is, and, and I've done this too, is where, like, you're like wow how did this person get blessed with this yes. specific you know thing or situation you know like how, why why does this person get to you know go through this or why does this person get that or you know yeah
0: so, it's it's easy for us to feel that way because it's a very common fleshly thing to feel i don't know if that makes sense but it's just
1: it does to me it's because a I, common I, I, thing it happens to me yeah
0: yeah and, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't compare yourself, but I feel like it's not something that it should be our default. I feel like, like you should not have a default where... Oh, you heard that, right? The sound? Yeah. <laughs> you should not have a default where you feel you have to compare yourself to somebody else so that you could be able to say, well, you know what? You know, maybe it will work out for me. Like, it worked out for this person, right? Right. But what we don't realize is... We're already on the winning team, whether we know it or not, because we have God on our side. That is true. We're already on the right team because we all serve one powerful God who is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And there's no need for us to compare ourselves to other believers or other followers or other people that are going through what we're going through. Because regardless of what battles we're dealing with in life, like God already picked us to live our lives differently. Yes. Right. And, and, you know, sometimes, yes, you'll see that you have different similarities uh, of what you're going through, but we're all in the same game that's called life. We're all on this earth. We're all we all have dreams and desires. We all are trying to seek God if you're already in a relationship with him. And, and battles will come, but being a follower of God already gives us a place on the winning team. And that's the point I want to make in this podcast episode. I want you guys to know that even though you are going through challenges, you may be struggling, whether that be with your finances or that be with your education or that be with your family or an addiction, whatever it is that you're going through, like, God already has a plan for you, and because you accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you're already on the winning team. And he's the one who's telling you, hey, you're on the right team. I just need you to focus and stay in the game. Yep. So I want to go ahead and read 2 Timothy um, chapter 2, verses 3 to 5, and it says, Endure suffering along with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life. For they cannot please the officer who enlisted them. And the athletes cannot win the prize unless they follow the rules. So what this verse is trying to say is that in our lives, we're going to go through trials and tribulations that will feel like long suffering. And God says, hey, I want you to endure that. And, and it's almost like, again, like you're in a sports game. If you're going to be in a football game, you're going to get hit. Correct? Correct. You already have in your mind, I'm going to be on the field, and my the whole point of this game is to get the ball and make it into the goal, to make it into the touchdown, right? And there will be trials and tribulations. There will be people that are against you. There will be people that are going to try to stop you. But God says, no, I want you to endure this life, Because we can't be consumed by what's going on around us. We have to be able to say, you know what? God is going to be the person that's going to help me continue to live my life the way that's pleasing to him. God has already picked me. He's continued to give life and breath in my lungs. There's a reason why I'm still alive. And I have to keep moving forward. Okay? And, you know, we still have things that we need to be hopeful for. Why? Because God wants us to continue to follow your dreams and your goals with him by your side. Right?
1: I no, I agree <laughs> 100%. All
0: right? So, uh Lewis, can you read James chapter 4 verse
1: 7 to 8? Yeah, it says, "So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your heart, your hearts." Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world.
0: All right. So in this verse, he's saying the same thing. He's saying, hey, not only are you going to deal with life, but you're going to deal with this battle between your flesh and the spirit, between God and the world, right? And and it can be really hard, especially for us, like, as believers, to not want to follow what the world has to offer. Mm Mm-hmm. It can be really hard because maybe at one point you did those things before you came to Christ, right? Maybe we have listeners right now that they used to have an addiction. And when they go out with their friends or their coworkers, they are put in these areas like a bar or a restaurant and they are tempted to fill the void of going back to something that would help them temporarily like drinking or drugs or anything that's, you know, addiction-wise, or they're able to have the strength to say, you know what, God, I'm going to do your will. And I know that since becoming a believer, you want me to be sober. You want me to be better. You don't want me to go ahead and fulfill a void that I have temporarily, because you want me to be able to live a fulfilling life. So um, I want to go over... Seven weapons or game strategies that God gives us when dealing with battles in our lives. Okay, and I feel like these seven things are definitely um, just different points that will help you if you're in this game of life and you need that confidence to be able to say, you know what? I'm on the right team. I don't have to worry because God is with me. He is in the fight with me. Okay, so the first one is prayer. The second one is humility. The third one is the word of God, a.k.a. the Bible. The fourth one is forgiveness. The fifth one is confession of sins, a.k.a. repentance. The sixth one is boldness, and I put in parentheses, unashamed. And the seventh is hope. Um, which one of these, Lewis, do you think you go to whenever you're dealing with temptation or trials and tribulations?
1: Uh, my first one... Uh, i think is always prayer uh just because it's like it's it's an instant thought yeah um the the humility one i feel like is is one that like uh sometimes it takes time maybe for somebody to to actually like uh recognize
0: it could be hard for people who are very prideful
1: sure absolutely um the third one is like would probably be my my uh my second go-to like the word of god Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um forgiveness that's something that like uh that needs to be like 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 uh worked on all the time i guess yeah
0: and i thought it was really interesting that this would be there because a lot of people don't think forgiveness is a weapon that god equips you with
1: sure well i mean uh the the power of forgiveness is so like I I feel like forgiveness ties like all of these weapons, all of these like points tie in with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that forgiveness is in this. Yeah, uh, because because a lot of times people think that forgiveness is for somebody else. Uh, when in fact it can also be used for you. Yeah, sometimes you have to forgive yourself. Uh, and which is where that boldness, the six point that mm-hmm. you mentioned, the unashamed part really ties in uh because you have to uh you have to be able to acknowledge um that you too need forgiveness that you too uh can you know uh, use this uh in 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 our battles yeah yeah um you know and obviously the fifth one confession of sins that's that's that really helps uh when you have that humility
0: yeah, and I feel like repentance is something that you have to constantly do because within one day we a lot of us sin and don't even think they're sins. Right. So like if somebody cuts you off and you want you wish something bad to happen to them,
1: you've already You've
0: already committed a sin. Sure. And if if you are not getting something at your job that you wish you got, like you can be committing the sin of uh anger or bitterness you know or if if you see what we were just saying about comparing yourselves and you have envy or jealousy like all of that are sins that you probably don't even recognize that you do on a daily basis
1: right i mean i'm not saying that you that you shouldn't seek forgiveness especially from god Mm -hmm. but also like you have to be able to forgive yourself because you know have you ever heard like it can eat you up inside
0: it could because right like if you don't forgive yourself like i said you end up eating yourself on the inside
1: which is where that seventh uh the number seven comes in right so so if you if you can't do that you kind of lose that number seven Mm -hmm. which i mean I don't care who you are. We all need hope. We do, and sometimes we hope in the wrong things, mm-hmm. and uh, which is, you know, it, it's it's hard, right? Um, but we all have hope in something, or need to have hope in something, and you know, as Christians, we put our hope in 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 God, right? So, yeah. Uh, oh, in Christ, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, these these seven uh game strategies if you will, are yeah. just like key, you know, um, points to really put into your playbook.
0: Correct. Yeah. Yes. So to, I'm going to go ahead and post these also on our Instagram and our Facebook. Um, go ahead and check us out on YouTube. Give us a like, share with your guys, subscribe. But uh, these are definitely just key points, key game strategies that, like I said, you got to remember God is on your team. God wants you to pray more. God wants you to be a little bit more humble. God wants you to seek him more in the Bible. And he doesn't want you to feel like you're on the wrong team. He doesn't want you to feel like you have to doubt yourself or compare yourself. Because God has God has already equipped you with these tools. It's just a matter of you picking it up and saying, you know what? If I have all of these tools ready for me, why don't I go ahead and do them? Why don't I go ahead and stop? Uh, being worried about the life that I'm living right now and do something with what God has given me. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we will talk to you guys again soon.
1: Yes, we will. God bless. God bless you.
0: If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Remix Movement for more updates. Be sure to check out our videos on YouTube and subscribe. Feel free to send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.